0: And oh, we made it another, another Monday, 1130 a.m. And no matter what you've gone through since I last spoke with you, I want to give you a wake-up call. You have made it. Our Father loves us so much. Not even for an instant does He take His eyes His hand, His mercy, His glory, His grace. He doesn't take it away from us no matter what we go through during the week. You have arrived. Escape to Heaven. This is Servant Marcia from Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. And I can't wait to get started again on what we were talking about last week. And guess what it was? The battle There's an actual battle going on between the seeds. The two seeds that are on there, starting from Abel and Cain, the angelic fallen beings or giants or mythical or other beings against human beings, Esau against Jacob, circumcised against uncircumcised, you know, the enmity is real, and the two lines fight for territory. The souls are from different kingdoms. The serpent seed is usually larger and wiser, but God is the ultimate winner, and he gives the woman seed weapons and angels to assist them. The game plan is for us to get back to heaven, however we do it, need to get back To heaven with the Father. Amen. So, we're going to start now. Who is the woman seed fighting? Ephesians, the sixth chapter, lets us know to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So, it sounds like we're fighting the devil and some more. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, meaning human beings, each other but against principalities, powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take on to yourself the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand, withstand in the evil day, and having done all, still stand. And why would you continue standing? I know uh, last week I introduced you to Enoch, and I'll read a little bit about what... The Enoch, Enoch, the prophetic uh, voice that God took him, he was the seventh generation from Adam, and the Lord took him with him. And so Enoch wrote in his scroll, he said, the whole world had been uh, corrupted through the works that were taught by one of the fallen angels. And the Lord said, Ascribe all the sin that mankind has done to that angel. That was Azazel. And then he told Gabriel, who is a holy angel, he said, Proceed against the bastards and the reprobates, against the children of fornication and destroy those children. And the children of fornication and the children of the watchers from amongst men. And cost them to go forth, meaning send them one against each other so that they may destroy each other in battle for the length of days shall they not have and, and no request that their fathers make. The fallen angels shall be granted unto them on their behalf because they had hoped the fallen angels thought that their children would have eternal life, but God, uh, gave them 500 years, which is half a day, uh, with the time period of the Lord. And then the Lord said unto Michael, go and find Samhaza. That's the angel that was the leader over the 200 angels that came down and did this, uh, evil to the world, uh, because they united themselves. And then with women and they defiled themselves and all their uncleanness and have their children slain each other and let them see the destruction of their beloved ones and then bind them fast for 70 generations in the valleys of the earth till the day of their judgment and their consummation till the judgment that is forever and ever is consummated I want to stop right there before I read any further, because it says 70 generations. I don't know, but it just feels like we may be very close in our age to the 70 generations that the Lord had Gabriel or Michael, rather, bind the fallen angels that contaminated it, the world to the point that God sent the great flood. And if so, that means that judgment time, um, the rapture, uh, the Lord coming back with his bride, all of these things are soon to come, very soon to come. And then reading from Enoch further, it says that in those days, like when those, that judgment period is consummated, uh, those angels will be led off to the abyss of fire. And to the torment and prison in which they shall be confined forever. And whosoever shall be condemned and destroyed will from thenceforth be bound together with them to the end of all generations and destroy. So this is the commandment that the father, per Enoch, gave to Michael, the angel, the warring angel. And he told Michael to destroy all the spirits of the reprobate and the children of the watchers because they have wronged mankind. Destroy all wrong from the face of the earth and let every evil work come to an end. And let the plant of righteousness and truth appear. And it shall prove a blessing. The works of righteousness and truth shall be planted in truth and joy forevermore. So, I want to let you know that no matter what news we get, we need to understand that news is just somebody telling you what they saw today. But truth and the word of the Lord, it lasts forever. And as Enoch wrote the things that God allowed him to see or understand, and as we read the Bible, which is also the word of God, you need to really put it in your heart that truth is truth is truth is truth. That God will, will prevail in the end. And as we just read, his ending for you and I is joy, peace, righteousness in the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I thank God that God has seen fit to plan ahead of the game. Anything, any orchestration of the enemy that come against you, it shall not prevail. Amen. And so why am I saying that? Because God gave us the power to win. You know, we want to escape from all the craziness of earth, but know that as you are living on earth, God has equipped you to win. Amen. And so in Leviticus, the 26th chapter, it says, and ye shall chase your enemies. They shall fall before you by the sword. This is the power that he gave to the Israelites. And if you've been born again, you are now a part of Abraham's seed, which are the Israelites. And five of you shall chase a hundred and a hundred of you shall put 10,000 to flight and your enemies shall fall before you by the sword. For I will have respect unto you and make you fruitful and God is the one that make you multiply and establish a covenant with you. Also, we have the anointing to win. And Deuteronomy, the 32nd chapter, it says, how should one chase a thousand? Okay, and we hear that a lot that two can put 10,000 to flight, one a thousand. So the power is even greater than what we read in Leviticus. Amen then Jesus gave us even more power. He stated it more clearly. And this is even before he ascends to heaven. In Luke, the 10th chapter, the 70. Remember, Jesus anointed 12 disciples representing the tribes of Israel. And then he anointed 70, okay, representing those nations, the fallen nations that were parted, uh, separated by God. And so... Here's what Jesus said in Luke, the 10th chapter, 17 verse. He said, The 70 returned right with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And Jesus said, Really, what are you tripping for? I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. And then he looked at them and said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents. Notice that goes back to the prophetic word that God spoke in the Garden of Eden when he put the curse there and he said, I will put enmity between the seed of the serpent and seed of the woman. And he said that, you know, the seed of the woman would tread on the head of the serpent. And look at Jesus. Jesus is saying, behold, I give unto you power To tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. How many of us are in the battle of our life, and it just looks like it's completely, we cannot win. I want to put this word in your spirit, man. Jesus said, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all, not some, all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Isaiah 54 chapter says, no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the inheritance. This is the inheritance of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is not of themselves, but is of God, said the Lord. See, the Lord sees all and he watches all. Psalms 11, chapter, the foundations. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Okay. the Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. However, his eyes behold, his eyelids try the children of men. Even the Lord tries the righteous Okay, but the wicked and him that loveth violence, God so hated. So God is always watching us. God will even fight for the seed of the woman. Amen. And Numbers, the 33rd chapter says, Then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you and destroy all their pictures, destroy all their images and quick pluck down all their high places and ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land and dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess it. What does that mean to us today? Father, Holy Spirit, reveal to us. What are you saying to us? And what he's saying is that there are battles that you and I are fighting that we cannot win in our own strength. And our own understanding, wisdom, knowledge And and all of that education We can't do it However, by submitting to the Father Because it says submit to God And then the enemy will flee, amen So it means that The Father will send angels before us He will execute His own power And He will drive out the enemy That's tormenting us at night or during the day. You can lay hands on yourself and say, unclean spirit, get out of me now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And as God puts you in new territories and people are coming against you, you can speak against that. And the Lord himself will empower you to stand on behalf of God's kingdom. Amen. The battle is the Lord's is not yours. First Samuel, it says this day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand and I will smite thee. So that's us talking to the seed, the serpent seed that God will deliver the serpent seed in your hand. I will smite thee. And this is David talking to um, uh, that, that giant, Goliath. He said, I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the hosts of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, to the wild beasts of the earth, that all earth may know that there is a God in Israel. When was the last time you looked at the battle and said, you shall not prevail? I will come against you. I will take what you are doing. I will cut off your head, and in the name of Jesus, the world will know that God prevails. When was the last time you did that. Our attitude should be to stand to fight. Okay? Because David said, and all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's. And he will give you into our hands. Saints of God, it's time to stand up. And it came to pass when the Philistine arose, that giant, and came and drew near to meet David. Guess what David did? David didn't stand there cowering. He ran towards the giant. He ran towards the army. Are you running towards these battles that the enemies is putting in front of us, taking away our destiny, our wealth, our part, our, our health, killing saints like left and right? Stand up. And declare that it is an enemy of the Lord, and therefore it is your enemy. And now let the power of God take over. Amen? But if for some reason you can't declare because you are now walking in disobedience, we got to examine our lives. Are you in disobedience in some area of your life? And Deuteronomy 32nd chapter says, They have moved me to jealousy with that which is not God. What are you putting in front of being obedient to the Lord They have provoked me to anger With their vanities And I will move them to jealousy With those which are not a people I will provoke them to anger With a foolish nation you know, That means that God Could have given you all of the anointing You know, you're the prophet The preacher, the pastor The the church mother The this, the that Okay? You got all this anointing The teacher All that But you refuse to live holy God will go and take somebody that's been sitting in front of your, your church who when you pass by in your fancy car, you look down on there and snub your nose up and that person is sitting in front of your church with, with raggedy clothes, no food, and you know he's, he or she is on drugs or prostituting. God will take that that you declare foolish. He'll take that. And he'll move you to jealousy by putting his anointing in that person. And they will far supersede what you have been doing because of your disobedience. So I'm back to Deuteronomy 32nd chapter. They shall be burnt with hunger. This is the results of disobedience devoured with burning heat, bitter destruction. God himself will send the teeth of beasts and poison of serpents, the sword and terror Destroy both the young men and the virgins and the suckling and the old ones with gray hair. And then he will scatter you into corners and would make the remembrance of them to cease from among men. So you could have been great. But if you refuse to live holy, we got a lot of prophets and pastors and saints of God right now that's on high platforms but won't live holy. Your future, meaning that you're in disobedience. <laughs> It's time to straighten up, get it together. God does have mercy and Deuteronomy the se- seventh chapter says, but because the Lord loved you and he's speaking to the Israelites but it, it it relates to us because those of us that say we have Jesus it means by faith we're now Israelites, we're the seed of Abraham and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn, Sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand, God, and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh. So most of us, all of us, have been delivered from sin. That means we were captives. We were prisoners of, of the prince of the power of the air, of the kingdom of darkness. And some of us going to church every day are still prisoners. If, if, if demons are coming in your sleep, and you're, you're experiencing all kind of weird things. I mean, it's time to get delivered, saints of God. Know therefore that the Lord, thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations and repay them that hate him to their face to destroy them. And and God will not be slack with them that hate him. He will repay those that hate him. How do you know if you love God or hate God? You know, you don't love God? What's wrong with you? That's the song. But how do you know? If you're obedient, that's what the words say. If you're obedient, you love God. If you're not obedient, then you don't love God. You're faking it. But we can petition God. In Second Chronicles, the Lord let us know how to petition him. Because he can shut up heaven So that there's no rain or he could command the locusts to devour the land or God can send pestilence. What is COVID among his people? He's not talking about the world. He's talking about his own people. Then he says, but if my people, which are called by my name, should humble themselves, pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Saints of God, let us repent. I say us because we're all equal in this battle. Then God's eyes will be open and his ears will attend unto the prayer that is made towards heaven. So when we pray, if we're not living holy, your prayer has a hard time getting through. And even though a lot of us like to say, well, God's grace, but also in Romans, the sixth chapter, it says, should you continue to sin? And it say, God forbid. So the Lord expects that as you learn more and more about his word, and as the light is turned on more and more, then you should change. Amen. That's what repentance is. Uh, you got to be converted. Uh, in Acts the 10th chapter, there was a certain man, and he wasn't even an Israelite. He was a Greek. His name was Cornelius, Italian. I'm sorry, he was a devout man. But here's the key: he feared God. Not only did he fear God, his house, and he would give and and, and to, to the alms to the people, and he prayed to God always. Okay, he saw in a vision. On the ninth hour of the day, an angel of God came to him saying, Cornelius, and he was afraid. He said, what is it, Lord? And the angel said, your prayers and your giving have come up as a memorial before God. Now, this is a Gentile. And then um, in the meantime, Peter was having a vision and God was showing him that whatever God has cleaned, you cannot call it common. And, uh, you know, Peter was saying, well, I've never, I- I've never touched anything unclean, but God was trying to prepare Peter to go and minister, uh, to the centurion. And at the end of the day, Peter went to his house and prayed and the Holy Spirit fell upon everybody you see we can all be converted no matter what generational curses I know there's so much focus on that and what altar is set up and blah 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 there's just so much focus on the evil works of the kingdom of darkness but what about focusing on the almighty power of God to convert and transform you and translate you from the kingdom of darkness where we all start out and and we and God himself through through His Son, Jesus Christ can translate you into the kingdom of light, the kingdom of His dear Son. Because even Peter said, in every nation, he that fear God and worketh righteousness is accepted by God and with Him. And then Acts the fourteen chapter, um, he was uh, explaining that it was Peter and I don't know Peter and Silas I think Well I'm not sure but they were in a, a, a situation where people were starting to pray to them as if they were gods and he was saying hey no we're not gods we're just doing the works that the Lord has given us to do and we're just preaching and telling you turn away from vanities of the world turn away from materialism turn away from just seeking knowledge turn away from busyness turn away from just putting news, news of today inside your heart and and keeping unforgiveness, turn from these things, turn from thinking you're better than others, turn from those things, and instead turn unto the living God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all the things that are therein, who in times past, he allowed all nations to walk in their own ways, knowing that they were on their way to hell. But in his great mercy, amen, somebody, God came up with a plan that allowed you and I and any Gentile and anybody that's been away from the Father, the creator of heaven and earth, you can reconnect with our Father, amen? Because nevertheless, he left not himself without witness in that he did good. It gave rain from heaven, fruitful season, filled our hearts with food and gladness, even when we were separated from God. But he did a mighty thing when he sent Jesus to the earth. And Jesus did what was necessary. He died on that cross and that blood and water came from out of his side. Amen. And we all became eligible for redemption. But but Jesus didn't even stop there. He went down under the earth. And he preached to the souls that didn't know about him and those that received and accepted him that very day they were in paradise with Jesus. What a great father we have. Amen. And over in Luke, the 22nd chapter, a kingdom appointment is made for you and I, those of us that accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and savior. And I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father hath appointed me unto you unto me or has my Father, Jesus the Saint, has appointed unto me Now this is Jesus speaking to the disciples, and that's also us, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fell not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. That is still our assignment today. We have a future. One thousand years rulership with Jesus after we are married. Amen. And Revelations to 20, uh, chapter says, and I saw an angel come down from heaven That's you you and I. And they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and the word of God. And those that did not worship the beast or his image or received the mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years was finished. This is the first resurrection. I hope you understand that all the tribulation and so forth, we are going to go through that because, as you can see, those that went through that, they have a place to rulership with Jesus. Now, there is a rapture as well, but I'm just letting you understand, a lot of saints, a lot of us will be going through a lot of things before we get to heaven. A lot of Unpleasant things that we would not want to go through. Uh, Enoch, I want to speak about him one more time. Uh, one part, one more part of his vision was that um, the Lord was saying to Michael, he says, now the righteous will escape. And I know today we're talking about escape to heaven and they shall live till they beget thousands of children and all the days of their youth and their old age shall they complete in peace and then the whole earth be filled in righteousness and they shall all be planted with trees and be full of blessing. You have listened to escape to heaven because it's there, it's real, it's your destiny. And I'm going to pray for you right now that God touch your heart, that you be. Begin to repent and you ask to be reunited with the Father. Father, I ask you to release the anointing and the fire and the power of the Holy Spirit upon the listenership today, Lord God. Touch their heart, redeem them, Father. Wake them up, take off the blinders, Lord God. Let them snatch that veil off, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Repent, call upon the name of Jesus while He is near. You have been listening to Escape to Heaven. Servant Marcia from Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ 94.1. I will look forward to seeing you next week. God bless you, be encouraged, and continue in the faith of the Lord. Amen. Anybody want to see you love